dedicated to making economic and technological progress sustainable. Oliver Interville serves as an experienced project leader and team builder, directing comprehensive projects at the nexus of technology, policy, economics and finance from initial idea to delivery. He combines economic and political research with scientific modeling and network intelligence to achieve his mission. He has two decades experience working with the private and the public sector, as well as academia and international organization, advising and consulting on key issues from digital transformation to decarbonization strategies. Most recently, Oliver focuses on the applications of novel digital, digital technologies, such as artificial intelligence, blockchain, the IOT and cyber physical systems for environmental and economic optimization. He is an experienced communicator skilled at disseminating critical results to the media, expert audiences and decision makers in the public and private sector. Hi, welcome. Thank you for being here in this episode. How are you? I'm very well, Spiros. Thanks very much for the invitation. Thank you very much for having me on your podcast. Oliver, it is a great pleasure to have you here with us. But before we start with all those great things that we have previously discussed together and that, that they were the reason that we decided to come up with this episode, uh, I would like to kindly ask you to uh, tell us a bit about your background, your studies, where were you before, how did you came up? with those things that you are doing today, what was that inspired you to create all that great stuff that you are uh, communicating the last uh, the last years? Absolutely. Um, Spiros, I'm uh, an academic by training. I have a PhD in computational modeling and additional education and finance and economics, including a master of business administration. For more than 20 years, I'm working on computational models that help us solve pressing global issues, for instance, climate change, resource security, and most recently, uh, artificial intelligence and advanced digital technologies. For the last point, it's mainly how can we use these most modern technologies to help us save uh, global issues. Amazing, thank you, thank you. So, um, in our topic, how can digital tech uh, how can we help uh, navigate a VUCA world? Well, um, there are several effects. So, for instance, digital technology allows us to uh, reduce uncertainty. Uh, let's say you get up in the morning, you can actually check uh, the stock markets in Asia. You can look at uh, how the Hansen and the Nikkei index is doing. So this gives you a lot more information than you had like 30 years ago. Uh, and therefore this uh, reduces your uncertainty. You ordered something via Amazon that's coming from uh, China, well, you can check where your parcel is on the way to you. So also this um, decreases un uncertainty uh, a lot. You can check on the situation on, on Ukraine. Uh, and then if you look at uh, supply chains, for instance, corporations meanwhile not only know um, how much stock they have uh, in different parts of the world, but they also know where their goods are on the way. So many supply chains are meanwhile 
fully digital, and that creates, of course, certainty for uh, corporations. However, there's another effect, uh, and that is that this has gotten extremely fast-paced through digitalization. So, and this creates volatility because we're doing a lot of stuff just in time. Yeah? And any minor disruption in supply chain can have huge impacts uh, for us, for corporations and for consumers. Uh, think of the COVID crisis when we had supply chain issues uh, around protective equipment. Uh, think of Ukraine, how important working supply chains are uh, there. So uh, it's gotten a fast paced world and that fast pace made everything a bit more, more, more volatile. Okay. Another issue, another issue about the uh, ongoing digitalization. So everything um, is now in a sort of digital twin of the real world. And that has made us more vulnerable because obviously there could be cyber attacks that uh, gets critical data, not just personal, but also from governments and from corporations. So all this uh, has exacerbated uh, the VUCA world. So you can see there are two things. We do create certainty in some areas, but we also uh, increase volatility in others. True, but um, the, the majority of the conversations out there have to do with the speed on how fast everything is changing or how fast everything um, comes as an add-on add on the, the everyday uh, business life or the professional's uh, life on things that they need to handle and they need to uh, go faster and faster in order to learn the new things, the new technology, uh, the new prerequisites and all that stuff. So uh, for sure, on one hand, we have these uh, advantages that you previously referred, but also we need to take under consideration the things that uh, the speed uh, is creating, according to stress, I mean. So, uh, where is the balance there? <laughs> Absolutely. And as I said, it's gotten more fast-paced through digitalizations. Then many corporations have a lot of stress um, digitalizing uh, all their operations because that's meanwhile what we need. And we definitely have to find a balance. What's another trend that's happening at the moment is um, because, uh, you know, the vast data and the fast-paced environment we're working in is often not uh, uh, not easily comprehensible for a human being. So what do we do? We add artificial intelligence to, uh, to, to all of this. Uh, and that's a good thing because uh, it can help us, uh, it can uh, support us. But on the other hand, uh, transparency issues. We're handing too much uh, decision power away to digital processes. Uh, that are supported by artificial intelligence. And here we at some point have to put a stop to it. And um, you heard about the uh, letter uh, calling for a moratorium on uh, AI developments for six months, signed uh, among others by, by Elon Musk. I completely agree with that. If you look at what ChatGPT4 can do meanwhile, yeah, we need to have governance structures in place before we get something that's even more powerful than this. And uh, we have to create transparency. By transparency, I mean, if artificial intelligence uh, makes decisions or suggests a possible route of actions, then we have to know how the artificial intelligence got exactly to that, um, to that conclusions. And this is critical that we uh, do this. Also, um, we cannot just uh, develop one 
uh, super artificial intelligence, but we have to have several ones competing ones so that we can, you know, uh, play against each other. I love that thing you said that uh, the, the artificial intelligence and the technology in general is here to help us not to rely on technology and artificial intelligence. And this is a very uh, critical key factor for, uh, for business owners and uh, for professionals. Absolutely. And in our consulting work, we are very clear about this. Uh, artificial intelligence should be a decision support tool and not that should make decision. The final decision should always lie with the human. At some point, we'll have created an artificial intelligence um, uh, that outsmarts us. And at that point, we won't know if this intelligence has uh, the best for hum humanity in mind, and it will have a mind by then. Uh, and so we have to be very, very careful here. Yeah. Um, do you think that digital tech uh, exacerbate uh, the uh, the VUCA world? Come again, I didn't quite catch that. Okay, uh, the, the question was if you think that uh, if if digital uh, tech will exacerbate VUCA world? Uh, as I said, there, there are two trends. We obviously through digital technology and through control that uh, you know it provides us with all these data. We know where things are around the world. We know the price of oil at Western Texas. We can check the Nikkei stock market you know, in real time. That obviously creates uncertainty. The fast pace that we are uh, getting through these digital technologies, that will just um, uh, exacerbate, uh, especially volatility. Um, so it's, it's a process that goes in, into two directions. There is no clear answer uh, to this. Sorry, go on. And as I said, we have to uh, we have to have governance structures in in place, and we have to think about cybersecurity. That's the, the the next big point. Yeah, that was the the next question mainly uh, after uh, hearing you talking about the structures, the governments, and uh, what has to be done there. What about the the cybersecurity in uh, in VUCA world and in VUCA situations? Um, we can see it with attacks uh, on Western critical infrastructure at the moment. Um, cybersecurity is on the rise. Corporations know about it. Corporations invest an uh, enormous amount of money into it. Uh, good hackers are actually hired by corporations. <laughs> uh, so uh, that, that, that's also a trend. And yes, we have to uh, increase cybersecurity on a, on a higher, higher level. Yeah, essentially, just if you have a security system for your house, you need a security system for your digital sphere. That doesn't only go for uh, uh, individuals, the same is for corporations and nations. We have to safeguard ourselves. What's happening at the moment with ransomware attacks, with attacks on critical infrastructure, um, attacks on supply chains, uh, social engineering, we have deep fakes of politicians, etc. These are big issues, and we definitely have to find ways again how to govern this and how to control this. Because at some point, if you look at the latest deep fakes, um, you will not know uh, if that video is really the president of a country or if it's just doctored. And we have to find solutions for this. In the end, uh, we'll end up uh, with a scenario where you have an AI competing with an AI, yeah, because we will have an AI that creates a deepfake, but we have, on the other hand, we have 
an AI that will find out if this is actually a real video or a deep fake of a politician. And this is critically important, but it's also a trend that we can see ongoing at the moment. What do you think about um, uh, the new things that everybody's uh, talking about, ChatGPT and all those similar um, uh, machines or softwares? Uh, the, the reason that I'm asking is because I understand that the, that the tension, the, the focus is on those tools, let's say, but there are a lot more out there uh, in the field of artificial intelligence. So what do you think this um, will maybe create to, to professionals, to, uh, to, to, to business owners by focusing on one uh, tool or in one solution, in, on, in one thing, avoiding what else is around there? And ChatGPT is mainly a language model, that first, yeah? Um, so it's very intelligent at gathering information and uh, making conclusions from this information. However, as you say, there are many other areas of artificial intelligence. I have just mentioned, um, you know, creation of videos, the same goes for creation of images. Um, you can do, uh, you don't have to buy a stock photo. Uh, anymore, you go to Delhi and type in what the photo should, should show, and you get a photorealistic stuff. It's very, um, uh, it's astonishing. It's it's amazing, really. And uh, I just uh, that everyone should have uh, tried and played around with these tools. It will show you the power that the artificial intelligence has at the moment. However, we are also working uh, with other things. Uh, let's say once we've uh, created a digital twin of, let's say, a city and a smart city approach. We can also have an AI algorithm that just optimizes the routing of buses, for instance. Yeah, and this is where AI is really helpful because it thinks out of the box. Yeah, while we uh, humans, from our education, we have rigid patterns in our in our brain and often come up uh, don't come up with um, the solutions that the artificial intelligence comes up with. So here it's very very helpful. Yeah, but again, uh, we should not uh, rely on just one artificial intelligence we should uh, use several ones. All right, all right. Um, tell me a bit about uh, what uh, you are doing with your organization. What are the solutions that uh, you are creating for, uh, for the business world? We are essentially uh, working on a world avatar project. It's essentially a digital twin for uh, the globe, and we are working with it academically and also commercially. At the moment, we're mainly working with cities to create a smart city, as I just mentioned. Yeah. Have a representation in the digital realm of uh, the city. You know, we uh, digitalize services of the city. Uh, we look at transportation. We uh, look at energy systems, the optimization and the integration of different energy systems. Let's say district heating, electricity, uh, etc. We, we look at how to integrate those and how to make those more efficient. We also recently published a book uh, called Intelligent Decarbonization, uh, where we essentially set out how we can use digital technologies uh, to make the world a better place. And if you allow me, then I just pull this out of my <laughs> of my bookshelf. Here it is. It's published by uh, Springer Nature. Um, okay. And here we discuss this uh, in general. And we also have um, two commercial arms that uh, look into how we can, uh, you know, support communities using this technology uh, and make processes more efficient, make life uh, more enjoyable, uh, reduce environmental impact of our economic activity. So it's very broad.
Oh, amazing. So amazing. Uh, have you uh, already implemented your, uh, your products and your solutions to, uh, to any smart city? Uh, absolutely, we have and we are in the progress uh, of, of doing it, both for smart cities and also for corporations that need uh, these type of services. We're working um, with the knowledge graph technology, with, which is pretty unique uh, in, in a broad sense and are very successful with it. Awesome. So what was the most VUCA situation uh, by the time you started with this project and how did you manage to cope with the... the... Um, with the barriers, with the obstacles and the difficulties uh, during that time? Uh, yes, we have many. I can't go uh, too much into specific because we're talking about critical infrastructure here. Um, but uh, what we do is we create different scenarios. Yeah? So instead of just making one plan implemented, we come up with several plans. And then we use the digital models to look how uh, a certain plan would play out in the real world. Then we take this as the best, uh, the best scenario out of this. And we then, uh, in an iterative pro uh, process, develop this scenario a bit further. Uh, and thereby we get to a very good planning tool where we you know, uh, go from one planning step to the next uh, in improving it. So uh, that's um, very successful. And I think also, uh, if we're talking uh, about digital technologies exacerbating or mitigating VUCA, this is definitely one area where we can mitigate VUCA um, uh, using digital technologies, uh, just because we don't make so much planning mistakes, because we have a digital model of, let's say, a city and its energy system, and uh, we want to uh, plan an extension of this, then we actually can uh, play through uh, different extensions in different scenarios and see which one is the best one, which one is the most appropriate one. What is the, the major difficulty when you are uh, planning scenarios, when, we are, when you have to think on alternative scenarios? That's very good because the options are, are just too many and this is where the artificial intelligence comes in. Yeah? Uh, in the end, you can play through, the artificial intelligence can play through many, many, many scenarios, uh, much more than a human brain can, and indeed give you a few that are most useful. And from these useful uh, scenarios, obviously, as I said, um, the human still have to make the uh, human still has to make the decision. You pick the one out that it's best. So again, don't uh, artificial intelligence is great, but don't leave important decisions uh, to artificial intelligence. Use it as a decision support tool. So as far as I can understand, you are using this evidence-based methodology in order to compare the the, the scenarios that uh, artificial intelligence is. Um, suggesting you correct fully correct yeah awesome awesome uh oliver where someone can find you where someone can find all those great things that you are creating uh, and how can people uh, that interesting to your solution can come in contact with you um please do google my name you find me on linkedin and i'm happy to respond uh, on linkedin all right uh, for sure, uh, all the details are down to the comments for anyone who would like to learn more, both for the solution that uh, Oliver and his company, company is providing, but also this uh, very, very interesting uh, book that you produce over us. Thank you very, very much uh, for that, Oliver. So, uh, 
Oliver, it was great, a great conversation, short one, but was very fruitful. Thank you for once again for uh, choosing to be here and sharing your expertise and your knowledge according to uh, technology, VUCA and all those kinky stuff. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being here to another VUCA leadership episode. Looking forward to see you to the next one. Oliver? Thank you very much, Spiros, for having me. Um, much, much appreciated. And thanks, everyone, for listening in in this great podcast. Thanks so much. Have a great rest of the day, all of you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.